Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 26, an extra episode, because we got to do a review of Survivor Series War Games, and my, my, um, yeah, I was really excited for War Games leading up to it. Did the show live up to the hype for you? Did it live up to the hype for me? Well, we'll get into the review here in just a moment, but... Make sure you go back and check out the previous episode of the WrestleCast. I did my predictions. And as far as I can tell, I think I did pretty good. Well, I'll go through it here and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go through it and I'll, I'll see how good I did. I, I, I know I did pretty all right. I did all right. But how'd you guys do? Did you enjoy the show overall? Have you ever seen a War Games before? Was this your first War Games? I've seen all the war games that they did in NXT. I've never actually watched any of the old war games. I'm actually quite interested now to go back and watch some of those old ones if I can find them anywhere. Because uh, they were showing some of them off during the pay-per-view. And, uh, you know, some of them got the five stars, six stars, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, some of them look pretty interesting. So I wouldn't mind going back and checking out some of the oldies. Uh, they look pretty good. They look like bloodbaths. And, um, yeah, not a lot of blood on this show, but... Only one way to find out if I like this show or if I didn't. Let's get into the review. Survivor Series War Games in Bastin. Oh, man, they've been all over Bastin, all over Massachusetts the last little bit right now. But pretty all right crowds. Pretty all right crowds for the most part. They start War Games off with the Women's War Games match. Team Bianca, that is Bianca, Asuka, Alexa Blisk, Mia Yim, and Becky. Becky's, Becky Lynch versus Team Bailey with Bailey, Ripley, Nikki Cross, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. I chose uh, Team Bianca to win this match, so there you go. Bianca and Kai start the match off. So if you don't know what War Games is, it's uh, a, du a, a double. So there's two rings. So there's two rings, and it gets enclosed in a cage. So it's a big old freaking cage. Two rings. It starts out with, well, it's two teams of five, and it starts out with one member of each team. And then on the prior episodes of SmackDown and Raw, they had matches to uh, see who would have the advantage of having their members come in first. So in this one, I believe it was um, Becky's, or uh, no, uh, Bailey's team that got the advantage here. So... After the first person, the first two get it on for a little bit, it's like five minutes, then another member joins in, and then three minutes go by, and then until all the members are in the match, once everybody's in, the match officially starts, and then it's first pinfall or submission wins the match, so yeah, so they can't, can't pin anybody until all members of the match are in the ring, so there you go, so let's get into it, so they kick it off with Bianca and Dakota Kai. Bianca powerbombs Kai into the cage. <clears throat> Sorry. Io comes in next to her. Uh, next, her and Kai team up on Bianca. Io overshoots a corner move and yells, Oh no! It was really it was really funny because like, I don't know, she was trying to do like a like a head stand or whatever, you know, when you you just like balance on your head, but she like leaned, she went too far forward. <laughs> Almost fell and messed it up. It was it was good. It made me and my wife laugh, so that was good stuff. EO walks the ropes and hits a diving kick on Bianca. That was badass. Got to give that a thumbs up. Asuka enters next. Her and EO uh, go right at it. And um, EO's mouth is bleeding just a little bit. But uh, yeah, they've been teasing the Asuka and EO stuff for the last few weeks. And every time they go at it, man, it is awesome. It's good stuff here in this match as well. 
Nikki Cross enters the match next. She brings in the weapons. Oh, fuck yeah. So, obviously, there's really no rules. You can do whatever you want. Bring in weapons and yeah. And Nikki Cross is whipping everybody with her jacket. She she just rips it off, starts beating the fuck out of everybody with it. It was hilarious. Bliss comes in next. She has to dodge a wire on the way down from one of the cameras. She just... Oh, Alexa, every time. I just knew you were going to be the weakest link in this. Oh, dear. Bianca struggles to break a kendo stick on her knee. That was... That was a bit of a fail, but it was funny. She got... She broke it. She broke it, but it, it gave her some problems. Nikki Cross climbs the cage and takes the big dive off of the top. Lands onto everybody. That was fantastic. Gotta give that a thumbs up. Bailey enters next. She brings in two ladders with her. Not one, but two. Back out. Crowd wants some tables, though. Bailey obliges and brings in the tables. Here we go. Bailey and crew gain control of the match. They pin Bianca in the middle with the table, so she is trapped. They beat her up a little bit, and she can't move. Mia Yim enters next. She regains control for her team. She's whooping ass with a garbage can lid and fucking a garbage can. It's fantastic. Everyone hitting superplexes all at the same... Well, not at the same time, but like one after the other. Four superplexes, one in each corner. Everybody is down and out. Pretty nice little spot right there. Uh, it, it was really noticeable, though. Like, the first one to go, I believe, was Bianca to do her su superplex. And she was eyeing up everybody to make sure that this was going to go properly. And it was just, like, really obvious that she was... Oh, well, it went over well. It went over well. Anyway, here comes Rhea Ripley. She destroys absolutely everybody. Team Bailey back in control now. Coming in last is Becky Lynch. And War Games begins. Here we go, everybody. Asuka spits the blue mist into Rhea Ripley's eyes. Oh my, that's disgusting. Don't spit in my eyes, bro. It was, bl it was blue mist, so that's... I don't know if I've ever seen the blue mist. EO hits a ridiculous moonsault off of the top of the cage. Holy shit, that was banana. Thumbs up for that. Nikki and Bliss are handcuffed together. Um, that was quite awkward how uh, Bliss... I don't know. That that just was really clunky. There every time there's freaking um, handcuffs involved in matches, there's always some sort of difficulty with it. They were struggling to get the cuffs on. Uh, Nikki was trying to cuff Bliss like to the rope, but then Bliss just cuffed them to each other. So I don't know. It was a stupid spot. It didn't really amount to anything. Moving on, Bianca and Lynch get fired up. They start beating down Damage Katarl, Damage Control. Io and Dakota set up. A table on Becky. Becky hits, uh, or uh, Dakota gets set up on the table, and Becky Lynch hits a huge freaking leg drop off of the top of the cage. That is three massive jumps off of the cage for the women. Uh, awesome spot right there. Thumbs up for that. Lynch pins, and Team Bianca win War Games. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was a good War Games, man. A good one. Uh, like I said, I've seen a lot of them, so it wasn't the best that I've seen, but it was so, it was good stuff. Io and Dakota were just, they were my favorite in the match. I thought they were really good standouts right there. They really showed their experience. They've been in war games before, and yeah, they were they were really, they looked really comfy in there. Bliss, like I kind of expected, was underwhelming. I mean, I wanted her to just blow me away and do something crazy. Uh, I honestly didn't notice her all that much, other than the clunky handcuff spot that seemed to last forever. Um, I was really hoping that she would maybe pull out. She did this one freaking time a long time ago when she like 
popped her elbow out and it made it look like her elbow was broken and it freaked everybody out and then she popped it back in and she like swerved us all it was awesome i was hoping maybe she was gonna pull something like do that again or something but nah she just really didn't do all that much uh the match at times was messy but it was still very entertaining i mean you had three big dives off at the top of the cage all of them were fantastic i mean i think uh, i'll give it to eo with the with the moonsault i mean that was awesome and there was lots of weapons getting used you had the ladders in there the tables trash cans so they they utilized it there weren't a lot of things going on with the cage per se like other than them drive like uh, diving off of it but no one was like overly getting slammed into it all that much but i felt that they uh, did good in their war games match i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten moving on backstage you got jay is tattling on on sammy Zayn, telling roman that sammy was talking to kevin owens on smackdown on friday roman says i got this dog don't you worry about it here's an ice cream bar for for telling but also go sit in the corner because you're a tattletale and nobody likes a tattletale so yeah, there you go. More things getting uh, more cracks starting to form in the bloodline here. Uh, well, the, this will proceed throughout the show. Next match up, you got AJ Styles with the OC versus Finn Balor with the Judgment Day. Dominic interferes with AJ. This sets off the OC. They go freaking into a big brawl. They start fighting Priest and Dom into the crowd. They just disappear. We don't see them anymore. And they're only out there for a few minutes, man. So. Again, I just don't I don't get it. I just think the booking was a mess during throughout all this OC stuff. I don't know. Uh, Finn Balor has a nasty mark on his back. Does not look nice. That's a nasty bruise right there. AJ locks in the calf crusher. Finn fights out of that. AJ hits the phenomenal forearm for the W. Yeah, uh, it was a fine match, but um, yeah, it was it was actually kind of boring. Like. Yeah, it was boring, and I was I was quite surprised. It means AJ Styles versus Finn Balor one on one. That should be that should be a money match. That's like WrestleMania main event. Come on now, but uh, no, didn't even feel like a pay per view match. It just felt like another Raw match. Where, like it really didn't feel all that special at all. Like it, they didn't step up their game, and uh, yeah, it was quite disappointing. Uh, the outside presence didn't add anything to the match. They were gone in no time with a minor brawl out into the crowd and. Yeah, that was pretty pointless. Uh, just disappointed in this match, man. Like, I've been saying over the last, like, since this match got announced, I've been saying that this should have been an elimination tag team match, the OC versus the Judgment Day. But no, they just wanted to have a lame, just not a good, not that great of a match. I mean, it was fine. Like, it wasn't bad, but it was a big time letdown for me personally. I'm giving it a five and a half out of ten. What the hell? Next up, you got Shotzi Blackheart versus Ronda Rousey. She is out there with Shayna Baszler. This is for the Women's SmackDown Championship. Shayna takes a dive for Ronda, so she pushes her friend out of the way. Takes the hit from Shotzi. What a great friend you are, Shayna. So nice of you. Shotzi off of the top rope is caught and slammed by Rousey. That was pretty decent right there. Shotzi goes for some sort of DDT to the outside, but it gets botched like really badly, man. Just an ugly... Ugly spot right there. Got to give that a thumbs down. Shotzi dives onto Shayna and Ronda, taking out a row of, like, planted fans. I hope they're planted, or better yet, I hope they paid extra to get uh, um, Shotzi dived uh, onto everybody. Have all these women just fall onto them. That would be it's like, okay, that's that's $500 per ticket, please. You get you get all these fantastic women just dropped on you in. And you get to be part of the show in this, like, really awkwardly, like, 
two rows of people just kind of out there by themselves. Anyway, if you saw it, it was kind of weird. It was obvious that it was like planted and it was a it was a spot, okay? It was a spot. We, we all know that wrestling's fake, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty funny. Everybody fell over. It worked. Thumbs up. Piper's pit into the armbar and Shotzi taps out. Yeah, that botch really took the crowd out of this one, man. It just absolutely sucked it sucked anything that had going for it and it didn't have much going for it up until that botch so yeah just it was done it was it was quiet and they weren't like i said yeah weren't into it to begin with match was meh Shotzi doing a bunch of dives was pretty solid and she's just like just not strong enough in the ring to carry rousey uh who's I mean, she's green. She hasn't had that many matches, and I, I don't, you know, Shotzi just, they haven't developed, like, you rarely hear her talk, there's, she's an interest, she's got a good look, and I don't know, man, she, I just never feel like they, they've rushed her, like, they gave her the, the hosting spot for Halloween Havoc down in NXT, I thought that was weird and rushed, they did it again, um, I feel like she hosted again, but anyway, I just feel like Shotzi in general has just been rushed. There hasn't been a lot of like development with her character, other than like the tank thing, which they were, which they took away for a while, which made no sense. That was the only thing she really had like going for her, other than like the cool green hair and stuff. But yeah, thankfully they brought the tank back. But um, yeah, dude, she's just. I just don't think I like Shotzi, but she's just not like. Like, if you had, let's say, for example, a Bailey or, Bian or Bianca even, someone like that in there with Rousey who can, like, hold a story and make it interesting, because Ronda just comes off kind of awkward, and, uh, yeah, I didn't like this match very much, gonna give it a 4 out of 10. Now, we go back to Roman Reigns, he is talking to Sami Zayn, asking him to, uh, get the fuck in here, he didn't say that, but he's like, come in here, man, we gotta talk, and, uh, Roman asked if Sami Zayn has been talking to Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn admits that Kevin Owens talked to him and told him to turn on the bloodline before they turn on him. Sami pledges his allegiance to the bloodline. Roman accepts this. They hug it out, but Roman has that look on his face that like, oh, oh, he's gonna, he's up to no, he's thinking about doing something terrible to Sami Zayn, man, and I don't like that. I love Sami Zayn. He's the bestest. But uh, so far, Sami has... Um, I don't know, convinced Roman enough for now to uh, allow him to live, I suppose. But uh, yeah, again, the cracks continue to form with the bloodline. Moving on now, we got the triple threat uh, match for the United States Championship. Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory versus the champion Seth Rollins. Or, sorry, Seth frickin' Rollins. Jeez, gotta get that right. Anyway, Theory comes out to, like, some Beyblade video thing. What the hell is that crap? Like... On the Videotron, you know how everyone has, like, a little video playing in the back? They put, like, a fucking commercial for Beyblades or something for Austin Theory. Like, what the actual shit, bro? You, there's already way too many commercials in WWE programming. This is a pay-per-view, and now you're, like, shamelessly plugging in Beyblade commercials into wrestlers' entrances? Thumbs down. That's trash, y'all. That's trash. Into the match now, um, Lashley DDTs Seth and face plants Theory at the same time. I like that combo spot. Cool move from Lashley. Thumbs up for that. Seth goes ham, pulls off multiple dives, then the big ol' flippin' dive onto Theory and Lashley. That was cool stuff. Gonna give that a thumbs up. The crowd is very hot for Rollins. They're singing his little tune thing. They're loving him, man. He is on fire. Rollins going for the Falcon Arrow or the... It's the superplex. Then he goes for the Alcon, uh, the the Alcon, the Falcon Arrow combo. While he's doing it, Lashley nails him with a spear, 
and Theory falls onto Seth for the pin, and no! United States champion, champion! Holy jumping, I'm season. Austin Theory, you're new, United States champion. And this just fuels my confusion even more, bro, for the booking that has been going on with Theory. They, they... They have him cash in his fucking money in the bank on the United States champion. He has every right to win that match. Seth is beaten down. He's tired. He just had a match. And then Austin Theory beats the crap out of him. He still loses it. He wastes his money in the bank. He doesn't win the United States championship, which is the only time that I can remember someone cashing in on not a world championship. He fucked that up. And then two weeks later, you have him win the title anyway. Like, what the hell is that crap? I don't get it. You should... I So, yeah, that was a complete waste of a money in the bank. And another... Like, ah, man, they just... That was dumb, man. That was stupid. If you were going to put the title on him, you should have had Theory at least have that cash in go successfully. And now he's got the title, so... I don't know, man. Like, it's just bad booking. And they're, they're, they're making more bad booking because you took the title off of Bobby Lashley, which I don't think you should have done in the first place, to put it on Seth, to fuck over Austin Theory, only for Theory to get it in the end anyway. So I don't know, man. The United States Championship, it was on fuego, bro. It was actually, like, relevant for the first time in a long time with Bobby Lashley as champion. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Seth Rollins should really just get upgraded to the world championship area like they've been teasing for a while because I feel like they have enough guys there to hold over the Intercontinental Championship, the United States Championship. They have a lot of good, really good mid-card guys that are borderline uh, main event, like Dolph Ziggler. You can use Shelton Benjamin more. You can use, you have Austin Theory, who I think is really good, but the booking for this was dog shit. I hated it. I hate when they waste money in the banks on that, especially like a guy on Theory who actually, like, I feel like the money in bank made sense with this guy, but what the fuck ever. Confusing booking. Very good match, though. Good pace and quite a few unique spots. The, the double hurt lock was really cool, and Seth bouncing off of Lashley's back to nail a stomp on Theory was a really cool spot as well. I enjoyed the match. It was still good. I just hate the booking that they've been doing with Austin Theory and the Money in the Bank, giving it a 7.5 out of 10. And now it is time for the main event, the men's war game, Brawling Brutes with Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens versus The Bloodline, which is featuring... Roman Reigns. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's go. Butch and Jay Uso starting the match. Butch has been in four War Games matches. He's he's a freaking veteran of the War Games, y'all. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna show. It shows. Ridge comes in next. He and Butch beat down Jay. They hit a high-low on him. Jimmy is up next, but Roman stops him and sends in Zammy. Sammy Zane. Zammy. Sammy Zane goes in instead. Sammy stomping the bejesus out of Holland. That was hilarious. Holland picks up and slams both Sammy and Jay at the same time. That's impressive strength. Here comes Drew McIntyre. He goes to town just throwing Sammy and Jay Uso around. Uh, Jimmy Uso enters next. He brings in some tables. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Sammy and Jay bickering all throughout the match. Jimmy has to break them up. He's just had enough of them yelling at each other. Kevin Owens is up next. He grabs a bunch of chairs, brings them into the ring, and just unloads chair shots onto everybody in the bloodline. 
KO on absolute fire. He hits a Swanton Bomb and just starts throwing chairs at the Uso. Freaking ECW style, man. I love it. Thumbs up. Kevin Owens slams Jimmy through a table shortly after that. Solo Sokoa enters next. He's whooping everyone's ass. He gets slammed headfirst into the cage, but he no-sells it and just goes absolutely crazy. I noticed that Solo Sokoa is doing a lot of, like, Umaga's mannerisms in the ring, and he's moving around like him in this match. I haven't noticed it in any other match he's, he's had before other than this one. So maybe they're trying to build him up as the new Umaga. And uh, I would love that, man, because I loved Umaga. Umaga was one of my favorite, like, monster heels of all time. I, I loved Umaga. He was hilarious. Just come out week after week and just mutilate everybody, screaming and yelling like a psychopath. Great stuff. Uh, Sheamus, but hold on, before I move on, Solo is going to have to gain a ton of weight, though. He's going to have to work on that butt, too. He's got to make that ass bigger if he's going to start acting like the new Umaga. Now, Sheamus enters for the Brutes. He comes in and lays absolute waste to the bloodline. Sheamus hits a second rope white noise on Solo Sokoa. That was impressive. Going to give that a thumbs up. Roman finally enters last and War Games begins. Both teams regroup on opposing sides and then the brawl is on. Roman standing tall throughout the brawl. He stands all alone. He whooped all the asses. Brawling Broods all hitting the chest smacks on the bloodline. That was a cool little spot. Better, I would say that was a better spot than the women all hitting the superplexes. But uh, if they hit all, if they hit the superplexes all at the same time, that would have been that would have been insane. That would have been awesome. But uh, yeah, no, I'll give the men this that uh, the nod on that spot. Roman Reigns hits a spear on Sheamus, but Butch is br broke up the pinfall on that one. Jay accidentally hit, uh, hits a super kick on Sami Zayn. I don't know if that... It was it was an accident, but you know what I mean. Uh, the Usos hit the 1D off of the top rope on Butch. That was awesome. Giving that a thumbs up. Rich breaks up the pin, then takes a spear through the table. God damn, that's a thumbs up as well. Solo slams Drew through a table, then KO gives Sokoa a stunner. KO and Roman get into a slap slash slug fight, just fucking kicking each other's ass ko with a pop-up powerbomb and stunner but Sami Zayn breaks up the fall oh no kevin owens and sammy stare off they yell at each other sammy hits a low blow on his old best buddy kevin owens what the hell but he does look really sad about doing it so there you go but not for long, uh, <laughs> he hits a halluva kick to go along with that low blow to Kevin Owens while Roman watches with a big ol' smile on his face. He's very proud of, of his buddy Sami Zayn. Jey Uso hits the splash, the pin, and the bloodline pull off the victory in war games a little surprised on that one i got that wrong in my predictions uh roman hugs sammy and he is fully accepted into the bloodline officially and fully he's no longer an honor 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 ooze. he's an ooze ooze oh man hugs all around even a terrifyingly intense hug from jay uso with sammy Zayn. oh my goodness that was a that was a that was a painful hug uh, didn't feel like they had a lot of lot like planned out until everybody was in the ring with this match. You know, like it was kind of slow uh, from guy to guy. Like they would come in and do some stuff, but no big spots. They were kind of saving all that for the end. The pace was not really turned up all that much. Um, 
yeah, but once everybody got in there, it, it got really good. Uh, and I felt the ending kind of fell flat for me. It was just kind of out of nowhere. And, like, where the hell was the team support for Kevin Owens? He was just there getting his ass kicked for, like, multiple minutes. And not one other guy could have broken up the, the fall there. I feel like they could have gone for a few more near falls. But, I don't know. That's just me. Maybe it's just me. The, the, the ending to this match felt kind of flat. Uh, and it wasn't a big, like big hoopla like the big hoopla was that i guess Sami Zayn officially like goes with the bloodline and he's not gonna hang out he's not gonna be buddies with kevin owens anymore but like no big no uh spots off of the cage no one jumping off the cage like come on now um uh, they didn't utilize the cage i felt like well before i move on to that like still like where was the support for kevin owens like seriously like they didn't show any of his teammates at all. It was just, like, the blood, all of the bloodline just whooping on KO. So, I don't know. Maybe they're going to utilize that for some blood, for um, some storylines going on. Maybe Kevin is like, where the hell were you guys? It was all me. I did most of the heavy lifting. So, we'll see if there's some storyline potential with that. It felt storyline heavy more so uh, with this War Games than it did with the women's. The women's was, like, a little more spot heavy than the men's was, I felt. Uh, but... Once the match officially began, it did get really good. It had a few close near falls that were nice, but uh, like I said, I feel like they should have had some more. Kevin Owens was my favorite performer in the match. He came out like a house of fire, and uh, yeah, the crowd was, I would say, the most hot for him, and more than likely Sami Zayn were getting the most reaction, which I, I love that. Uh, Roman was good as well for a short, short time that he was in there. He looked like a champion. You know, he was standing tall over all the other guys, and he looked strong, so... Uh, yeah, it, it helps the fact that yeah he had to get in a close call match with Logan Paul not too long ago, but he looks good here. Uh, the story that they had in the ring was good, having Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens like freaking out on each other, seeing maybe if Kevin Owens was going to be able to convince Sami during the match maybe to turn on the bloodline. It doesn't happen. Sami just basically kicks the shit out of Kevin Owens and solidifies the fact that he is with the bloodline, but some seeds are still being planted. I don't think that that is over yet. I feel like Kevin Owens is going to keep uh, going after Sami Zayn, or, or maybe at some point the bloodline does turn on Sami Zayn before uh, Kevin can convince Sami otherwise to get the hell out of there. And then, then Kevin can be like, see, I told you. And then they can team up and try and take down the bloodline. That'd be awesome. Because, I don't know, man. The way that the crowd is getting behind, uh, like, the responses that they get with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They're hot, man. They're very popular. Crowd wants it. I was telling my wife the other day that, like, it kind of reminds me, Kevin Owens reminds me a little bit of, like, Becky Lynch when with her career a little bit before she exploded to, like, main event, like, just the man she became the man but before that she was smackdown women's champion i believe the first one if not well she was up she, if not the first one she was one of the earliest anyway it happened pretty early on in her run and like people were into it yeah it was fine it was all right and then she just kind of went dormant for a whole bunch of years never won any big titles not a lot of big matches won and then boom out of nowhere she finally wins the title the people wanted it they're asking for it for so long that they finally gave it to becky and she became the man so I don't know, like, maybe we do something like that with Kevin Owens because he had he had the Universal Championship a long time ago and it wasn't a successful run in terms of, of viewership. People weren't all that into it. But um, I, th I thought it was a pretty solid run. But regardless now, I feel like people have been asking for another Kevin Owens title run and it's been so long. And if Kevin, if Kevin is the guy that 
takes down Roman Reigns, which might sound a little crazy to some people, but I think that that's the great, that's the one to go for. It's Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, and that would be amazing. You could potentially turn Sami Zayn into like a Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan or whatever, like over with the crowd. The crowd, the crowd is going to absolutely love Sami Zayn, man. He is so lovable. They love him. Even if he's in the bloodline, he's so lovable in the bloodline. But with Kevin Owens, I think if we could put the title on him somehow, eventually maybe move that storyline that Sami Zayn does help Kevin Owens with with that big win or something, and then they can celebrate his friends again. And then you have Kevin Owens go as the champion with Sami Zayn and stuff. That would be awesome. And I think that would fucking send Kevin Owens to the stratosphere and superstardom. And on top of that, he's got the stunner going for him. So he's got Stone Cold's endorsement. He's awesome on the mic. He's passionate. He's incredible in the ring. He could tell a good story. He could do any kind of match, man. He can wrestle with anybody. He could do hardcore matches. He can do tactical matches. He's good, man. He's just so good, Kevin Owens. And now that McMahon's not here anymore, hopefully Kevin Owens can get another shot and uh, we'll see what he can do this time. But that's just me, you know, some some fantasy booking, if you will. But back to the match. Uh, I thought the end with the bloodline fully accept, uh, accepting Sami Zayn into the family was a really nice moment. Um, but the match overall fell a little short for me. I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, not as I, I enjoyed the women's war games a little bit more than this one. Overall, though, but Survivor Series war games was a little bit of a disappointment to me uh, both of the war games matches honestly didn't live up to the build for me uh, the women's one was good and neither of them were bad in any means I, I was just like i've seen some really good fucking war games on nxt those were some of the some really good shit and yeah these weren't anywhere near to that level in my opinion but that's me uh, I felt that both of the war game matches started slow. I enjoyed the women's war games better overall. They, I just felt they utilized the cage better. They jumped off it more, which was a big, which is big for me. And I felt their finish was a lot better. The two singles matches in the middle were weak as hell. AJ versus um, Finn Balor was just surprisingly tame. They didn't step their game up at all. I was I was quite surprised, honestly. It just felt like a very copy and paste raw match that you would see like it was it was nothing special and the outside interference didn't add anything to it yeah <clears throat> i was a that was a letdown and then shotzi versus ronda was the worst match on the card i felt it was clunky and not much of a build honestly leading up to it again i was talking about how i feel like the character of shotzi just hasn't really been developed and she's getting rushed into these things that like we would like her if there was just more for of of more to like of her other than like the tank but she doesn't have a lot of matches under her belt not enough big wins i would say but <clears throat> excuse me yeah she did i didn't like that match very much at all and um the u.s triple threat that would have i would have to say that that was my favorite match of the of the show they actually like give the win to austin theory which i i can't believe i predicted that one correctly that was insane which again just adds to the confusion why didn't theory win the u.s title when he had his cash in i just don't understand it if he's gonna win it two weeks later i just, it blows my mind bad booking right there but theory has the title now so that's that helps i guess i don't know uh, i've seen much better war games though man like the nxt ones were so much better than this um these these war games tonight were fine they were like i said they were not bad just didn't live up to the hype that i was hoping for i just 
I, I had some high hopes going into this one. I was hoping for some instant classics. Uh, yeah, they just didn't quite hit the mark. It wasn't a bad show, but yeah, I personally was a little bit disappointed. I'm going to give the show overall a 6 out of 10. But what did you guys think of Survivor Series War Games? Now, do you now what I'm hoping for? My wife and I talked about this a little bit. Hopefully, we're kind of phasing out War Game or uh, not War Games. Don't do that. We're just we ju we phased that out already. And we just got it back. Uh, no, maybe phase out Survivor Series and we'll just make Survivor Series into War Games. We'll have that every year and make that a thing. Because honestly, Survivor Series sucks. I've never liked Survivor Series. They it rarely is. It's always been the weakest of the big four. And if you put in, if you make it um, Survivor Series War Games, and you have War Games every year, that'll make it a lot better. It'll actually have a fighting chance against Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and um, WrestleMania. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, because it's it's a tight it, like maybe they add in an elimination factor to it that would be really cool once in a while like we'll have war games but it's elimination style so basically an elimination chamber but in a war games maybe that would be a lot I just I love elimination stuff man I'm a huge huge thing on uh, elimination style matches I feel like there's a lot of storyline potential to do with that I feel like already they're already they're starting to run a little bit dry when it comes to uh, creativity with the war games I don't think they have to I feel like they go too far with trying to be like they have to come up with a lot of brand new creative spots like that doesn't necessarily have to be the thing like you could just hit spots that have been nailed before but just do it again like just nail it it's that's not not a bad thing but they always seem to especially the women they like to try and be very very creative and for the most part it works but sometimes it really misses its mark and it really just goes like all right maybe we just simplify it again just fucking jump off the top through like 20 tables and it'll be awesome again but that's me i thought the show didn't quite hit the mark but Love to hear what you guys thought of War Games. Do you think Survivor Series is dead and we just move on and make it War Games from now on, make that part of the Big Four? Or is that just going to be too much oversaturation? So is that too much? Like to have two War Game matches per year, a women's and a men's? Is that too much? Or should War Games be used when it should be used? Like sporadically when the time calls for it, when you have the proper feud built? Because I find that that's a problem sometimes when you have like Hell in the Cell, for example. They have that set and it's every year now. And sometimes the storyline doesn't exactly call for a Hell in a Cell. And then you have these forced Hell in a Cell matches that are pretty bad sometimes. So we'll see. It, it takes a lot of creative storytelling and booking to make it work so that you can have that a proper build up to war games so again i'm quite interested to see what's going to happen next year with survivor series if they're if they're just going to keep doing war games i'm down with that what do you guys think did you enjoy the show do you think six at fans too slow or too low <laughs> not too slow but like i i thought the matches were a little too slow i feel like they should have done more bigger spots when it was when before everybody got in there i feel like they they didn't do enough before everybody got in the match they just they held back too much i felt and um yeah, that's going to be it for me. Thank you for listening, and uh, make sure you go down into the description. You can check out my YouTube channel, GamerGX Videos, doing a Let's Play on Uncharted 3 and Disco Elysium, all that great stuff. December is right around the corner, and I have a game planned for it for December, so be on the lookout for a new game starting in uh, early December. That should be a good time. I, I feel like it, it fits the bill, so uh, you'll just have to wait and see which game that is, and make sure you check out the GX GamerCast just to a modern review on Deathloop, so make sure you go back and listen to that one as well. And all the previous GX Gamer Casts, 
you can listen to all those whenever you want. They hold up. They're not like, you know, up-to-date news videos. So they you can listen to them anytime you want. All that great stuff. Check out the YouTube channel. Check out my Twitter if you'd like. All the links are down in the description. And there you go. Another War Games is down. And um, yeah, could have been better. Could have been better.